JW Mafia, JP here with Big Joe. You can't really see me. We got some people in studio. The lovely Elena. 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 Elena, sorry. <laughs> and with one and only, someone that a lot of you guys have been asking for, Seth Carney. Hello. So, for those guys are sort of like a traveling roadshow. I don't want to say Carney, but. Well. Practitioners of torture. Pretty much. No, I mean, that is what we do. It's very carnival-esque. Travel around, perform. Um, It's, yeah, just like any traveling side. The fact, first of all, that you're wearing a Michael Myers shirt. You're wearing a Jason Voorhees shirt. You guys brought a whole bunch of knives. I'm stuck in a corner and I have nowhere to go. You got Pretty steady to hold a knife. Do your uh, oh the movie guy voice. In a world where one man <laughs> are going to perform a feat beyond imagination. Okay. Uh, so I want to do so a lot for this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, King Richard's Fair was awesome. They actually took really good care of us. Booty on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you throw a lot of knives. No, I don't. No, no, no. Not another woman. No. Knife at anyone. Oh. I'm around her. Okay. Ah. One <laughs> is entertainment, and one's a felony. That's very yeah. true. <laughs> I have questions for you, obviously, <laughs> but for you, perfectly still up there and not flinch at all because I'm sure he's a great, awesome aim. I try. But how do you not flinch and not move? When we train, it's just. Uh, She's put it to me in the past. Uh, you just kind of do it. Okay. You know, you just kind of muster up your bravery. and It's a little shy on the microphone sometimes. Yeah, so if she, yeah, so, yeah, I no, mean, she says you got to be brave and you got to trust me, trust the partner. And it just takes a lot of guts. Well, is it... <laughs> Do you, is it something someone else? Could you do it with someone else, or is it a bond between the two of you that makes it sort of work? Uh, knife throwing partners. I mean, I've had quite a few over the years. Someone does for a little while and then moves on to something else. Um, <laughs> they don't anymore. Actually, you know, the funny thing is the only knife partners that I've ever had um came back they they were they knew it was part of the job it was a work care they came right back to it does Aflac cover that no no they don't i mean <laughs> it's where they get hit and how hard and what part of the knife hits because you're like spinning two from what i saw i think which is fair you actually you completely can't see which is insane well, the way that we rehearse, there's 
the board where she stands every single time. And so I train has one of those life-size plastic skeletons <laughs> screwed to it and going around the skeleton. Okay. And then I know if I hit the dummy, I've hit her. Position it right where she has to stand, but things happen. The, the wind just blew wrong or something. Just as I throw and through time, if she's off her mark just a little bit, but things could end different. Yeah, I mean, I watch like I don't watch like a lot of the the singing, the talent, and I watch like the Go Big Show now because they both have stuff. And it was on both. I forget his name, but he actually he shot. He was shooting. Um, See, I don't watch um, the shows, but it was that doesn't so, sound like much. But like, and obviously, like he had got to that level, he had so he was something. Things happened. Yeah, yeah, I could. And he tried to he tried to keep going afterwards. And... <laughs> to talk to us. Like, right? I get a hang. Never mind. Shoot myself with a crossbow. He, you know, he stubbed his toe once. Hey. <laughs> You know, <laughs> nice. Just sometimes the toe injuries affects. It's insane to me, like, and I love it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we love that stuff, and it's. I know you. We're gonna get into that with you because you were a part of a couple of key events. Yeah, with pro wrestling that <laughs> yeah, are, I guess. Uh, that, yeah, yeah of recent so, current events. Yes, yeah. sad, but. And one of my favorite matches of all time. Okay. And the other one, he couldn't stand up. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the top and the bottom. Before we get into that, I want to bring up, I think there's a lot between what you guys do and pro wrestling. There is. Where it's a scripted, you go with the flow, and it happens sometimes if someone gets hurt. And the risk mm-hmm. is real. And, the, and it, the risk is real. Can be off your mark a little bit, like what just happened with Big E last week. He broke his neck. Yeah, I saw you that. Know? Yeah, one move that was slightly off. And that's all it takes sometimes. I mean, she unfortunately she has required stitches in the past, but she also knows that that is a it's law of human averages. I I can't throw perfect one hundred percent of the time. She can't be on her mark perfectly every single time. It's just things happen. Fifteen hundred lives in a season. Wow. Yeah. So out of fifteen hundred, slapped with a knife like once. Um, but it depends again. Where do the fans are. realize it happened when it happened, or do you, uh, do you try to make? No, she's a she is like. I call her the Romanian rebel because she <laughs> she has got way more guts than I do. There's a wrestler name. She I got tagged in the hip. And so nobody noticed the blood but me because I was close enough. Right. And she just. The only thing she did was the tiniest, tiniest little like. Like little wince on the side of her. I'm just like, this woman is so bad. <laughs> now, how hard is it for you to. 
when that happens, when you notice that. I know that she's okay. I, I know that she has gotten hit. I don't know to what extent. She hasn't, hasn't given me any kind of like real Iggy look, you know, that something serious is wrong. Okay, she got hit, but all things, she's fine. So, and I want to let the crowd see you panic. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the old show I used to that happened on stage, some of them almost life-threatening, right. and the crowd never knew. Or let them see you sweat. <laughs> now, one of the people who commented on your posts black who said she's going to listen tonight Hello. so i want to throw a shout out to elisa johnny and johnny five because all along but again i told you like me having friends that are fans of yours and small connected world you know you never realize how connected everybody you know, is do you have people about this and we both thought back in the day that you went like this and the balloon blew up <laughs> Like like it, it was, was, it would it was come a, out of the wall instead of going in. Way to do, do that. We usually explain in the show how the that works so people know the penitentiary. Basically, in a, in a, yeah, in a sense, I guess you could make that comparison. You totally blow it out of the water and say, look, I don't want you to think that what we're doing is, is fake. Risks are real. She can get severely hurt. Is that something? years is that something that sort of evolved what that that now it is more real because i feel it's not so much before it was like guys in suits that were doing it you know what i mean like and now it's more guys people that you see walking down the street that are the torture experts you mean like the modern day sideshow performers yeah do you think it's evolved into the point where was before or was it do you think it always was i think it always was just maybe presented a little you know how we present our show at a renaissance fair is completely different than how event in the carnival side show okay yeah, yeah both are very no. linked too, mm-hmm. um i was one of I did the human blockhead, putting the nail in my head. Oh my um, we, see, what else did we did? Skatebacks. We did all kinds of stuff. And he went by Gino Martino, and his real name is John something. He actually holds the world record for hammering the most nails with his head. They say he's okay. got the hottest. He did that Stan Lee show, and they, they said his skull's twice it's the normal skull so well they say everyone has a talent that's you know, yeah did your high school teacher money when they said that you were this is what you'll be <laughs> career day you're gonna stick nails in your nose i didn't really get into this stuff until i like right after high school like right jumped into it before that i had never even heard of a renaissance fair as a sideshow, the only thing I knew was the like world's smallest one you see at the carnival. Well, the burlesque yeah. side of it. Yeah, I didn't know much at all about it. Then I discovered sideshow in my you know high school years, and 
What crossed your mind to say, I'm going to stick this eight-inch nail? is isn't the first thing <laughs> I wanted to do. I actually, I... When I was 16 and I saw Gene Simmons breathe fire and I said, I want to do something I want to learn how to do. And I found an old school carnival fire eater and it just kind of went from there. So I started with doing do that. Mm -hmm. The fire is still part of the show. I like to see you do that at the, uh, at the like I said, can run a sound fair here, so. Yeah, That's and uh, actually have some fun news. I haven't said it online yet or anything, but we're actually taking the show on the road. This I we will be in Rigby, Ohio. Uh, Ohio. I said Ohio. it again. Ohio. Uh, we're going to be in Rigby, Idaho for the East Idaho Renaissance Festival. But we will be presenting the show as the double-edged daredevils. Uh, Branded the whole show. We still go by the torture show at King Richard's. Show has been there for so long. People know the show title. They know the name. And uh, so, okay, we'll just keep it as that for this fair. And everywhere else, we'll just use the new name. Basically, the same show, fire, and then knives. And everybody has fun. And like, you guys were one of the shows I had to see. I'll get my turkey leg and watch. I've oh, lived in, in Massachusetts for 47 years. That was, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's like because you got free tickets. It was something like that. But, <laughs> well, it, please. It, it was so late. It was just, it, it took you to a different world. It really. Here, this right here, because what we do is not real. I'm not real. Can <laughs> It's all a fantasy. None of this is real. You walk through that gate and you're in a same world where anything is possible. Anything can happen. Usually does. And things like that. What I love is we're creating memories. Yes. You know, we're not just entertaining yourself that can say, oh, man, I saw this and I did that. And Well, you've got some memories. Reasons. I saw this guy breathing fire, throwing knives around a woman. Around. <laughs> around. <laughs> like, speaking of King Richards, because that's basically the only fair I've ever been to. I will be at others. You said it's a fantasy. I 100% agree with that. Where it is, you get to the gate, you get out of your car, you walk it up, you think you're going to be, you stopped. Well, before you even get in. And it, it's from there on in, it's nothing but experience. Mm -hmm. Whether you're going to a show, going to a stage, watching the mud guys, the two guys that walk around with their tankards on the head. Well, the, like, fans, that, the people that come. I like mean, yeah. I tell people if you want to have fun, you can of your life playing off of the street characters at the fair, the stage characters. Uh, sometimes are referred to as platrons. You know, they show up in okay. cost a good time and live that fantasy, and that's great. Come do that. We love that. It's yeah. similar to cosplay. Yeah, but it's and it different. doesn't it doesn't it's isolate them. It does. It's not 
like a, it doesn't sound at all like a derogatory term the way some oh absolutely you know, not come on yeah. come play the with us we'll yeah. have some fun the difference i see in it is the cosplay you're dressing up like this. it stops there the play for some reason you're yeah. becoming part of the show and yeah, you're, you're playing part that. Of you're you're in there well, no. besides the guys with the, the cups on the heads I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> How many Cheers. how many kings have you been through King Riches? Uh three or four. That's yeah, it's been a few. Um King Richard the tenth, I believe, is the one who was the longest reigning and he passed. Um, it was right before COVID, I believe. Yeah, and uh, and that was pretty sad because Tom guy yeah uh but our new king kirk he's he is amazing he do you call him captain by mistake sometimes no (laughs) (laughs) for people who don't know what the king richard's fair correct me if i'm wrong but the king and queen actually run the yes in festival in festival yes yes okay Okay, but it's going with this. No, but it's no, actually but... made up of many little shows. Yeah, the the king and queen are the overseers of Carvershire and the realm, and they have a storyline that they follow all day. The royal court and the villagers uh, changes every year, which is a lot of fun for a lot of the patrons can come and play along and have some fun with it. Um, yes? To you, I'm, I do oh, this no, when, I thought you wanted to ask. No, I do, I do this when I'm really paying attention. I was like, oh, God, I'm kind, boring him. Kind of look creepy. Ooh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you got a cute dog, too. <laughs> I, I, I just go, made that weird. When I go, I'm going to dress him up like <gasps> Do it. I'm gonna have to dress him. <laughs> For those that are watching, they don't. Great Dane Doggo, right oh, over there. He's been part of the show since I got him. Oh, nice. Perfect. Um, let's see. Bobby D, who's one of our regular listeners, wanted to know what. Yeah. So Bobby is incredible. Mm-hmm. Bobby's one of those guys that shows up before every wrestling show. Nice. He's seventy years old. What? Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty hardcore, Bobby. Like in the plane. So, if you do any tricks with wrestlers or with the audience, uh, by tr- means like the, as far as like your stunts, um, I don't usually. Sometimes I do a special thing for heads, um, or brides to be, or something like that. I, I have a little thing that I do in the show just for them, but uh, otherwise, no. That's okay. And your friend um, I want to say hi to my wife, Kathy, and my daughter, Molly, too, if you guys are watching or listening. Hi, Kathy and Molly. (laughs) Thank you for letting us borrow for an hour or so. So, I mean, how do you decide? I know you said you, but did you walk into the fair and like, yeah, I want to be a part of this. What do I do? Hmm, I'm going to learn how to swallow this fire. Well, I didn't even know about King Richard's fair at the time. Um, some, one of my friends told me about it, doing the fire stuff. Okay. And I, I just 
learn to do the fire didn't really have plans of doing a show or anything but so you learned how to like breathe fire yeah hey mom look what i can do how did that come out and it wasn't even really like a look what i didn't i wasn't like seeking out like that kind of attention i just i came home and was like mom look i got a tattoo that that goes over different than hey well, the thing is, I love fantasy stuff. Reality sucks. I mean, let's, yeah. So I love fantasy. And to me, seeing someone, seeing real magic. You've yeah. Seen some, I this agree is with like, that. there are fire breathing dragons. Yeah. And a lot of people nickname me that. Uh, my wife calls me that too. Alisa will play. It's only because you shout out earlier. Just said hi. So she's listening now. Alisa, we uh, yeah, we already said hi. You're late. Sorry. <laughs> um, Next time we say hi. But, so I don't think I'm exposed to anything because when you're on stage, you clearly take a drink. Can mm-hmm. I ask what it is? Uh, it is actually a special mixture that I concocted. Uh, all very highly flammable, high flammers. Ooh, am I scaring you yet? It's yeah, just, it's well, just a mixture of different fuel. What happened if you actually swallowed that? I do sometimes. Okay. Yeah, it's not fun. Imagine that. No, uh, it's actually. Oh, it's horrible. You're essentially, if you do swallow it, you're poisoning yourself. Right. So you, you tend to try your best. Are other preventative measures that can be taken that uh, help, but nothing is foolproof. Right. I'm guessing the beard is a COVID beard, and that won't be part. Actually, I always have a goatee in the show. I do. Uh, I do. Yeah, seeing, yeah. I, I shave the mustache. The goatee. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll let this grow now. So, and then by that's, the end, it's tiny. It's all singed. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever lived caught fire by accident? Like the trees or something? No. Clearly, I want to say, how our listeners are, this is all stuff that you should not try. Absolutely. Unless you're a trained professional. Yeah, go to your grandmother's house. (laughs) Yeah, no, don't try any of this stuff. We are trained professionals. 22 years and no i've never lit anything on fire on uh and so i'm actually proud to say that too just under six thousand shows and and never won (laughs) and you actually project the fire a decent amount so that is saying something I mean, it can be anywhere from 10-foot flame to 25. It's something. You are a little crazy. No, not according to my last psych evaluation. Really? It's different about me, and I don't do any of this stuff. So no. that's so... No, but you would if you could, so... No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Before we get into the knife throwing, the looking at your knife... I'm going to say, I'm not throwing knives. I want to just... Pause for a second. We just lost. Ever. Yep. Most charismatic. Uh, most charismatic. Like as a kid, I remember watching him. What about Scott Hall, Razor Ramon? Mm-hmm. As a kid, I remember watching him, and 
the term good guy, bad guy in wrestling. It was from hey, yo. Hey, yo. You know, and then this quote from the WrestleMania yeah. is, it speaks volumes. Bad times don't last. The bad guys bad do. Bad guys do. But you were at. Well, I saw so, him. I saw him at a house show in the nineties. It was at the top of his game, and he just came out there and he owned that ring, and everyone was going crazy. But then, flash forward some years later, I see him at this show yes, where Fall River, yeah, for Dirty did a special on. Yeah. I felt I actually I felt bad for him because it's like I I had seen him. I know that that's where he was, and but, and I felt so bad for him. But then when he's peeing, and you know, start turning everything around. So yeah, is that was that show started something good? All exactly. all good things come from bad things. Like I understand the demons of uh, addiction. Twenty seven years sober. I have mental health nice. issues. Like we talk about mental health here yeah. very often. It's not a joke. I have, you know, those little letters that right. go with mental health. I have them all. And it, it, it's tough too, because once you get into choose your addiction, whether it's you're addicted to fire breathing or you're <laughs> if a, a drink or a drug, it's mm. all the same addiction. It's just a, you know, it's that same basic need for something more. That's deep. Well, it is. <laughs> and it, 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 when you break it down to the lowest, is to right. break, break it down to the, what is it the most that I have? I can't just eat one chocolate bar. I have right. to get two just because I know I, I'm going to want the other one. Right. Things like that. That's where this comes in. Yeah, I can't buy two because I'll eat them both now. That no, and I if I if I eat one and I don't eat, have one for later, I have another one. Then the anxiety kicks in. And I want chocolate pot, gotcha. and, and then that throws me in a spiral. So I know, just get two. Right. You know, I'm gonna have a Pepsi. I'm gonna sit down and have a, a Pepsi. I'm gonna get bring two of them. I know I'm gonna have another one. That, and that's what brings me to the addiction, where it's like that. It's it's you, you have those dopamine face, right? And, and you're just going and going, and sometimes the slope is down. It, it wasn't so, you know, and and I'm sure it probably played a part in it. What he died of was like he had three heart attacks that were complications from a surgery. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's um. But I mean, he definitely battled his demons. And but when he started turning his life around, so, I was, I yeah. felt so happy for him. I just said, yeah. "Guy," and then this. Yeah, and this he, was a, this one hurt. Like yeah, I've never, met, I've never talked. It's just about. everybody knows the story, and like I'm a I'm a fan. And there was no one more. It was him and Jake as far as charisma. Jake, the right, same. and that was. Was it that was the top of the charisma? Like, and they were like the two that didn't need to yell at the camera right. to get the point across. And you said, listened, hey, yo, and it got him over for 20 mm-hmm. years on pro wrestling. And you followed him. So, look at the bad guys that followed in business, like, does not that doesn't go back and copy him in one way or right. another, right. even Triple H. 
you know, the body movements, the shoulders, it yeah. goes back to Razor Ramon. Right. And you got to play. This. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Okay, what about my knives? I was asked to bring my mm -hmm. throwing knife, and I'm not quite sure why, but I brought them. I'd like to hold one if I could. Okay. I want to break that. I want to break that. Is there a way that I want to break the kayfabe of it? I want to prove that they're real to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you always think, you always see, I always think like, oh, he's throwing it. It's going back in the sleeve. Dirty. I haven't gotten to clean these up. The Irish whip, Seth Carney, double edge. I'm responsible for what Joe does. I haven't gotten to sharpen them or clean them up so that. They're a little dirty, but I just want them. <laughs> so ooh, they get some weight to them. How often do those have to like throwing? No, they just well, I mean, but they, I mean, they were designed as very specific no. balance. How often do those have to be like replaced? These are um, yeah. knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> I have never yeah. replaced these. These okay. knives are. This year will be 20 years of knife throwing. Oh, okay. So for okay. 20 years, I've had these knives. I've never had to replace oh, them. I would assume the balance is just in sharpening them and stuff. The balance. These were made of, um, these are made of 1095 high carbon steel. So they very, very well. Okay. Uh, like, for instance, this last season, it came around sharpen these at all or anything yeah. i saw you post on facebook that some that was i had bought a new set of knives thank you bought a new set to um can i throw in a jp <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you throw okay. um no i bought I a new set of knives he doesn't have good hands <laughs> there was a couple of new teens with knives, but they were going to require a very specifically balanced knife. Okay. Found a knife maker that made something similar to what I wanted, and I bought something was wrong with the heat treatment or something, because two out of eight of the knives in practice. And that um, means you can't trust the other six. Yeah, no, at a 25% failure rate, I can't trust. He completely understood that. He was very apologetic. Um, he, back, he would refund me immediately, which he did. He wanted to uh, look at the, what went wrong in the heat tree. He he felt from it. Yeah, no, and learn from it. And he felt was really impressed that he cared that much. Yeah. You know, I said, hey. And my so, friend Jeff couldn't make them. Hmm? My friend Jeff couldn't make them. No. He makes some good axes and hatchets. And Jeff does make some great things. If you're watching, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff, for those who don't know, it's Jeff Ludy. Um, we had him on here. Actually, it's him having been the leprechaun. The Irish leprechaun. Yes, the Irish leprechaun. Trained by Killer Kowalski. Um, he is, if you go to King Richard's Fair, I'm sure some of the other carnivals around, he is. Mm -hmm. He is the blacksmith at... Um, uh, Oh God, I can't believe I'm drawing King Richards. Yeah, King, King Richards, Richard, but uh the name of the booth. It's uh oh. forges down by the over near Hell's Mouth. 
I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this, Jeff. He's knowing where the pickle but guy is. He's still, <laughs> Jeff is the coolest one to see in there. I, I love Jeff. I've known him for a long, long time. He's yeah, awesome. I mean, this circuit has to be pretty smart. See, I knew no, I knew it. Have. Starfire. And you can go and like that as far as like everybody knows everybody, I would assume. Kind of. Uh Renaissance I've noticed from working both are a lot like a carnival where it's it's big. There's many different fairs going on all the time, everywhere. Right. Somewhere in America every single weekend all year. Somewhere most of the time, um, and, but it's a lot like carnivals where people sometimes it, I see at other festivals or some haven't seen in years and you run back into them because it's a big community, but it's a small circuit. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Can you speak carny? Oh, well, we're going to go there on the show, huh? Uh, you know. Ah. Uh, See, I can't speak it that quick. I can say it and I can understand it. <laughs> County language, and this is no secret, I'm lost. got evolved and got so Right. And it was a way for them to communicate. It was a great way for them to keep kayfabe yes. and they could talk about the people. Years ago, there was a guy on SmackDown for one show only. Uh, and, they, they, and it's a shame because he still... Teaches pro wrestling. Are you going to say Kizarni? Yeah, I am. Yeah, Sin. Yes, Sin is a Hey, Sin, if you're out there, hello. Sin's a friend. Yeah, Sin is very good. I've him multiple times. He's going to come back. Knowing his background, when he went, when he did the SmackDown, vignettes with him where it was like, all right, he's in the carnival, but, you know, he's throwing dots. Pop the balloons at the games, where I thought they should have shown somebody throwing the darts. And that would be him standing there with the darts hitting his back, because that was one of his things back. Across more of what he did, yeah. and sort of put him across as a tough guy instead of. It would have been. It would have been cool. I agree with that, but given the wrestling at that yeah. time, I think people just would have thought it was a trick. The kind right. of yeah, they a trick for TV or something, and because well, yeah, he all... still does both. Oh yeah, no, he still does both. He's yeah. a hell. Of... Yeah. Well, and, and that at that time when when he was there, that wasn't. We got to bring it down for children. Mm. That was in the, no. the lower, softer. Yeah. Was sort of the the attitude era had just ended. Yeah. And it was going more was PG. The... It was turning into probably was turning into a public traded company rather than yeah. right owned by. But how often now do you guys get to travel? Uh, so traveling isn't something I've done a whole lot of the last few years because when my daughter wanted not to go out on the road because sometimes I was gone from the equipment wow. and. When I was growing up, my father was a long haul trucker, so he was. And I mean, he did what he did for his family, you know. And I know that he worked his ass off and everything, but times. So I didn't want to do that. I I wanted to be home for my 
I kind of stopped going on the road extensively, but I do little weekends here or there, like liquor festival, something like that. Um, but now my daughter's, she's 14. She is a very confident, independent young lady. So I'm very proud of her. It's turned and from when she is now daddy. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to East Idaho Renaissance Fair, uh, taking the show on the road. Then we're might weekend stint at another fair, but I will know more about that in coming weeks. Richards. So yeah, we gotta definitely let us on. know. Like, tag us on what you're doing, and we'll make sure we share. Going. Yeah. How hard is it to travel with that little case right there? I have my Burmese python. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was a <laughs> lot harder. The case of knives. That's okay. Really? Yes. An Gosh. 18 foot did not like traveling was across it, the country. You don't want to put that in the overhead. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, her name was Honey. She was an albino berm. She was very sweet. It's like I. I, I got her when she was up. she was about six feet long. She was a red coyote to get her. Um, somebody had left her abandoned in an apartment. She was covered in heat rock in the cage, and I, you know, got her vet care, got her good and healthy. She grew to eighteen feet, and then I surrendered her actually educational traveling okay. zoo for schools because my daughter was born. Fed the snake were bigger than my daughter was. Yeah, yeah, that's that, yeah. I, you see where I'm going. I don't want. I know that that's no, no. Yeah. I don't. If the thought enters your head, exactly. Yeah. So I said no. Snake's gotta go. But apparently they're still using her in the show. Educated thousands and thousands of kids awesome. over the years, that's and that's awesome because people like growing up. And my mother wanted a snake, but my father said no to it. Very but like, I got to a point where I had a condo that had an extra bedroom, and I was going to leave the extra bedroom empty in there and just let it grow and see what it, you know. I wanted to wind up with an 18-foot python is what I And then my friends went through some stuff and needed a place to stay, so I lost the extra. Smaller than the rabbit? It was Joey. <laughs> no, snakes are great pets. Yeah. They're definitely not for a beginner snake person. Okay. They get very big very quick, and they can become dangerous very quickly. Uh, so if you're not really ready, to help people get like a ball python or a corn snake to start. Oh, what fun is that? Well, a beginner snake because they're generally pretty docile. They That's... don't mind being held. And <laughs> anyway, so well, yeah, so that is. <laughs> I, like a snake's just it's so such a powerful animal. And, oh yeah, and like I know eighteen feet. When you think about it, eighteen foot's probably that thick. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was about that that's round. not that big, and to be that powerful, well, that's eighteen feet of muscle. muscle, right? But <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's not. Oh yeah, no, I, mean? I she only coiled on me a couple of times, but I can tell you, I don't, it was no fun. No, no, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. How did you work? Uh, I just did it as a uh, kind of a snake handler, classic circus side. 
uh, I would like when I had her for Six Flags out in oh, where was it? Uh, Wisconsin. No, um, I forget the town name. Six, what do they call it? Six Flags Chicago or something. Okay. Is that yeah, it? That, 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 I don't. It was a while ago. I don't remember. Six Flags. Yeah. I would come out on stage with her just draped over my shoulders. And a lot of people thought that she was like a uh, until I would let go of her and she would just start moving, doing her thing. But it was really cold. And she started wrapping around me to get my body heat. And I'm trying to talk about the time she eats and how big she gets. And all of a sudden I'm like, assholes. One of the other performers, like Professor, Professor, <laughs> he comes around, he's on Coiler. Good times. Now, what's the biggest crowd? You know what the biggest crowd? Because I know you, the in front of, aren't always controlled by you. They're controlled by sort of who's that? Have you performed in front of us at King Richard's Fair? In general. general. Oh, in general. I probably would have done the festival. I want to say it was probably somewhere around like 5,000 people. Something like that. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it was a big outdoor festival. It's a good time. Now, how do you treat as opposed to the smaller shows where there might be 100, 150, 200 people? No. Everybody paid for the show and everybody's going to get the exact same show. Yeah. I- in all of the shows I've done, everybody. Oh, yeah, I wasn't saying. Well, that's no, 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 no. I'm just saying, but everybody performers would. They would be like, "Oh, it's a smaller crowd. It's gonna be smaller, whatever." You know, and I'm not just does because they don't. Right. Everybody no, there is awesome. But I've I've met people elsewhere. For those who the Seth has traveled pretty much the country doing this. So I've been like, almost everywhere in the I, country, but he's done pretty much pretty probably anywhere. Um, I've been to Dino's theme parks, motorcycle oh, festivals, um, colleges, hey, you name it, That's, street performing. You do like that? I would assume metal festivals and stuff like that. Many of those. In fact, I did my last sideshow performance, which is I used to do of hammering a nail in my face, putting fish hooks in my eyes, things like that. I don't do that anymore. You know, the normal stuff. I don't do that anymore. And the last time I did it was this past January at a metal fest. Um, yeah, Freak Fest. Yeah. That's so much fun. Festival, like metal shows, metal festivals. Well, metal, the, the fans yeah. tend to be good people. Just there to have fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might get one or two, you know, punks in the crowd or that's any, with anything. Crowd. That's any crowd elbow, anywhere. Apple fixes that. Yeah, but for the the metal shows in the years, because people were just cool. That's it. Yeah, and like-minded people. Yeah, lots of like-minded people. And I don't know what you love, everything and anything. It really fits into that metal sort of thing. So I can only find it to a lot yeah. of what the metal. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think you Christina Aguilera songs. No. Um I don't, I don't know. know. I did uh I did go over a guy's crotch with a sledgehammer to uh the song Wrecking Ball. What? Well, who, what? <laughs> well, who, 
I, I don't even know what to say to that. Well, it's all. Let's just say that guy has balls. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> how does the how? Who approaches who with that idea? First of all, Dave's show. We said, "Hey, we got a great idea," and he's like, "Okay." down for it. He's like, you know what how, you're doing. How strong is the waiver for that? <laughs> <laughs> to cover yourself legally. This is the insurance. No, actually, I do have insurance. I, I carry a million dollar liability insurance policy. I call it in. I've never had to use it. And, you know, knock on wood, hopefully. I would think that if it's not required, it's probably it's probably encouraged nope. to have the insurance when you go. Yeah, I know. When you when you work in the big live events, they usually want insurance. Does each performer have to have their own? Uh, it depends what they do. Okay. Um, anytime. Yes. Yeah. You, you even if the in the unlikely event. It, Acquire it, you still want to have it. Yeah, you don't want that not the nightclub going right. By. Yeah, no. You... This, this, so Seth Carney is respond is a responsible adult. Or not, there is a method to the madness. <laughs> I like to tell people they don't really know the times because everything I do on the show is calculated. Every move I Every everything is very well calculated to get the most response that I can have as mo as much fun as possible. So over the years, I figured out, oh, they really like when I do this because I want people to leave there with nothing but positive memories. Now, how do you and Melissa Ryan says, "Hey, Seth." Hey, Melissa Ryan. Um, where did you two link up? Um. Well. Somewhere, actually, I uh, needed a I needed a target person, and so I friends and that you know we had a lot of mutual friends and circles. A lot of people know each other, and I said, "Hey, I need somebody that is cool with it's, uh, you know stage persona, stage presence is not you know doesn't get they have to be able to focus on what we're doing." And the moment, and yeah, I got in touch. The rest now, is history. I know you're quiet. Like when you're up there, what are you watching? Are you watching him around him? Because I think I would try to be looking. I think I would try to look at everything but that. You know what I mean? So, I never even thought of that. The first eight knives, I. The most horrified mother, and like just stare at them. <laughs> okay. And I don't. I think it's just like the joke of them getting all like, you see the phone come out. It's funny, but I mean, there is the video you took. Of, you oh, your point of view, uh, where I gave her my, oh. I gave her my cell phone this and so i threw her around her while she was holding the phone you need to figure out how to make that a virtual and put that onto like an oculus or something that would be kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> watch nice. and just watch the people freak out that would be funny <laughs> i love 
when we're doing it, I don't hear the crowd most of the time because I'm I'm trying right. to just yeah, what's going on. Like a cannon could probably go off and I wouldn't hear it. But I but when I see video clips that people post and I can hear the their reactions like in, in our new promo video the reactions that you hear from the from the video i couldn't hear that on stage right i mean first of all the way the pa system i i hear myself i don't i can't hear the crowd i have to just assume that they're having a good and you know that that gets a little rough <laughs> Are you two able to communicate on stage or is it just off like your cues we basically have system. Uh, I don't want to give away all yeah, of our no, secrets, no, but we do. We do have a system on stage to each other if we need okay. to, and just so everyone is aware and everyone can be it, do have a radio um, with us during the show that do EMS and security. So if there was ever anything, right. knock on wood, but yeah. immediately. If we need to, but um, yeah, no, we we actually talk on stage. It's That's almost like wrestling, amazing. calling a yeah, spot. So you know, we, a few times I've gone in for like security things. I've had random stuff happen, like I get hit with a chair. Well, there you go. Uh, you should tell me how you show your bend and knives as a way of communicating. Mm-hmm. Yep, give her certain cues. Um, I'll bang the knives a certain amount of times. Tells her what you know. If 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 the crowd seems into the jokes and they think of a line that could be pretty funny, I'll tap the knives and she'll know. And to throw him, he's going to stop and talk for a second. So this way, she knows when it's coming. Was that three or four? <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to throw a shout out real quick. We're a member of, like, we're, we're hosted by Spreaker, and we're a member of their Spreaker Prime environment. Spreaker! So, to Spreaker Prime, and where you can download us, one of the, everywhere, obviously, the, the easiest way is on the Spreaker app. You can like, subscribe, comment, and see some of our interviews. Elena. Elena, sorry. You're <laughs> um, never, ever going to get that right. No. We could be friends. Tomorrow. I'm going to get it right tomorrow. On the right home, you're going to be like, right. what? <laughs> The free beer is tomorrow, so well, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been <laughs> on the bar. Now, when you're traveling, mm-hmm. crazy road stories. Oh, god, come on. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got got some stories and some okay, we'll keep it Save in to the book. He's telling me I should write a book, and I'm I not. Cause no one would ever believe no, it. Well, no one would ever. She's a, my no, real. That's, that's that's your title. My real life of make believe. Well, when they buy the book, it comes with the DVD. If people have DVDs or a download code, QR code. Yeah, that's, where people can watch you doing it. Uh, pretty soon, well, books are gonna be one right. of those books where, like, you're reading it, and if you want Seth to stick needles in it. Oh God! Oh. Pick your own destiny. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say a pop-up book, so you know, turn the page and at you. That would be fun cool too. <laughs> See, that goes in with the Oculus. <laughs> yes. We're coming up. We've been almost an hour. Okay. I want to make sure we don't forget to tell people if they want to find you guys online and stuff. 
Okay. Uh, well, if they want to go to our website, edged with a D, double-edged daredevils.com. Uh, book at double-edged daredevils. Um, they Hold can, on, can I yep. cut you oh. off real? I think we're getting inside information here in our little, oh, from Facebook. Oh, okay. God. Then somebody is t- Seth does have books that he's written. Oh, God. Who said that? Melissa Ryan. Hi, Melissa Ryan. Books out on Amazon right now, and I've got two others that are currently with my so, editor. As you're plugging, drop again, I promise. <laughs> Make sure you plug those. Because okay. I'll be purchasing. I'm I'm horrible with like promotion like this sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, Dead End Dorchester is the name of the book series so far. It's volumes one in. Uh, volume one is their their short stories and are like the horror um, horror esque. And volume two, like the family-friendly book, volume two is more like, kind of like young adult. Um, not, not, the stories might be a little much for kids. And volume three that I'm currently working on is going to be more just geared for adults. And are they labeled as the author, Seth Carney? Yes. Okay. S-E-S-C-A-R-N-Y. No E in Carney. And Kayla McKinney says she has both the dead books sweet her old name her old name is in volume two awesome thank you very much so, i appreciate now, it that's cool like i had no idea that just popped up as you were talking and we were talking about the books and stuff but like honestly like i think anybody that does what you do has an interesting story i almost drop one there ah. um, <laughs> but has an interesting story that people are interested in you know what i mean like mm. the not the road stories the, the stage stories, because I'm sure the stage stories... The, uh, I would get many, many stories. It's, right. It's almost like if you're a fan of make-believe, and, and I use that term loosely, make-believe, like once upon a time, make-believe. Hmm. When you're a fan of getting lost in a, in, in, in a, in a fantasy, getting lost, in, getting lost in the guy throwing knives is easy for me to do, because I look at you, and I know King Richards has kind of... Uh, Primitive stages, if you look just at that, hmm. backdrops. And you can <laughs> easily put yourself back in time to when that was normal thing in a town. And that happened every day. And they're still chasing dragons and there's knights. And, and you can go and bring yourself every step of the way. So if you're a fan of that, you're easy to write. In, in something. <laughs> and, I mean, and I mean, just the upbringing in the, the sort of the family life that brings you to the point of throwing knives around people. Somebody yeah. has to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And it's entertainment. Well, it's... Now it brings me to another question. Have you ever had knives thrown around? Yes. Uh, and I don't like it. <laughs> I will openly admit it. I've, I have been a target person. I... I've done it, Foxy Whipper, many times. We do a combo like show. That. We do the secret show at King Richard's Fair at 5.30. Secret show. Um, it's a secret to everyone as to what's going to happen, including us. Yeah. It's a very, very unscripted show. It's okay. just, it's a time where we come together and just have some fun and let loose and whatever happens, happens. And a lot of, I, I don't know about other Renaissance fans, 
but a lot of King Richard's fair, ninety-nine out of King Richard's fair is very family friendly. Um, King, I'd say rated G to PG, and you're more PG thirteen to maybe R, but more PG thirteen. Yeah, I mean, probably. Renaissance fairs have a very long history of innuendo, double entendres, yes. mm-hmm. things of that nature, and. Uh, I've noticed that, you know, the, there's been a cultural shift over the years. So things have kind of tamed down a little bit, I've noticed over the years. Um, but it's just like a carnival. You got to have a little something for everybody. You know, am I, is, is, is our show specifically geared towards little kids? No. There's a lot of jokes in there that are adult appropriate. Kids wouldn't get them, at least they shouldn't. Um, but right. it's PG-13 because what we're doing is very dangerous, and we don't want little kids going home and trying it. But we're more for the uh, you know teenager and adult crowds, whereas they have other shows that are just geared towards the little right. kids. But the the adults need something too, you know. Yeah. And that's like the mud show, you know. That's yeah. very PG-13, very yeah, and that's more the for the adults it's you got to have a little bit of flavor from everything and i like the the secret show so i won't talk about it long <laughs> but i if, i remember the last time i was there i don't know who i gave the money to i guess it was split but i paid someone 20 bucks to let i think it must have been jack jackson Whipper to let somebody else whip him in the nuts really yeah <sighs> and i know it was a, and by nuts what joe means just because we're on oh, television, he had, he had a can of planters. He had cashews, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but what what struck what again? You only mean five people, Jeremy. Yeah, only five people. No, but what brings me to that is it's not so much that incident, or you know, do you remember seeing me there? No, it was the that way that that happened. Hmm. When once I put my request in, and it was done. It was almost like I forget who else had the whip. whip, uh, whip. I think I know it what you're been, talking about. And then, it, was it at the stage or was it in the street? It was in the street. Okay, I know who you're talking about. And it, what it was, and I, I could clearly see, I could clearly see the whip never went near him, but the crack did. Right. And everyone hears the crack, not sees the whip. And I love that. There's certain things that it <coughs> that. Just doing that is actually better than really getting hit. Yeah. Like sometimes in the secret show, Jacques whips me. He'll whip me in the arm. He is legitimately whipping me in the arm. Yeah. Like there's no joke about that. He's doing it. I just, whatever, just do it. People think it's funny. Okay, good. Um, But then there's some things like that where I don't think people actually expect him to get hit yeah. with it. And just pantomiming along, they get the laugh of it. That brings us to the kayfabe of wrestling. Exactly. puts the story in. (laughs) Exactly. It tells the story. Told the story. Like sometimes like Stone Cold's, you know, curb stomp. Sometimes it didn't look so good. Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of forgave it because it was telling the story. It was further Mm -hmm. than Stone Cold. Because, I mean, come on. (laughs) No one's that complaining there. Exactly. You just sold a book, by the way. Did I? I don't know if you saw it. Oh, from you? Yeah. Sweet. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yay, royalties. <laughs> yes. No. Well, this is going to help me learn. Learn? About reading. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not. Yeah, we'll go with that. I bought volume one, I'll read volume one, and then I'll buy volume two. Hooked oh, on cool. Well, thank you very much. Now, Seth, one more time. Just plug your stuff. Okay, so we're on Facebook at Double Edged Daredevils. 
Uh, you can find me at Seth Carney Torture Show Comedy and Stunts. Um, we're on Instagram, Double Edge Daredevils. Or you can find me at Cess underscore Carney. Very accessible. Alina is not really online. Um, she she kind of tends to like to keep her private life private. Yeah. So people that have asked, uh, if you pass messages to me, I will make sure she gets them. So just so you know. Um, got the books out. Dead End Dorchester. Got a couple more books coming. We have merch coming. Uh, very soon, hopefully within about the next week and a half to two weeks or so. Play at home knives, huh? Play at home knives. I wish. No, <laughs> we're uh, we're looking into some t-shirts and things that. Uh, I think, I I think usually up. I throw knives around people because if I throw them at people, it's a felony. I know you use that in your show too. Yeah, that's a cool t-shirt. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think. Yeah, yeah might have to put that on a shirt too. <laughs> well, I never realized that people actually want. Stuff right. like that. people want merch. I I used to sell merch years ago and at live shows, and sometimes it sold, sometimes it didn't. It got to the point where it was like, man, I hate lugging all this stuff right. around the country. Mm-hmm. If I'm only making like fifty bucks here, or you know what, it's like, uh But now people keep asking for shirts and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. So, well, it's easier nowadays too. With oh, you know, I have these two shirts I have here for the show. But if you go on the website, I have 20 more. Exactly. You know, exactly. give them the card with the QR thing on it. And yeah, you look on your phone, and you can order them on the way home. All right. But guys, thank you, Seth. Alina, maybe next time you'll let Seth talk he more. Said it, he said it right. <laughs> you know, but I appreciate you guys taking time because this is something we tried to work out last year. I don't know if you remember or not. Yeah. No, no, I do remember. Last year, things just got so hectic yeah. and crazy. You know, once the season started, it yeah. was like well, sort of the first real season back. Yeah, it was. So, and it was awesome. The people were great. We had a great time. Yeah, no, that was uh, you guys do a great show. And if anyone's at a Renaissance Fair and you see Seth, you see Elena, check out their show. Like I saw it last year, and I was I didn't know what I was to expect going into it. And just so you know, at shows, you can come up and talk to her. She's nervous on a microphone, uh, you know, in in front of the crowd or online or something (laughs) like that. She gets a little tongue-tied. But at a show, she's very happy to talk with you. Yeah, you guys were both out in the Mm -hmm. crowd right after the show, you know. She loves talking to people. It's awesome. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for watching. All right. So, hey, yo. Hey, yo. See you next Tuesday.